Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 140 of In the Word Podcast with Will and Marie. I'm Will. I'm Marie. And uh, hey, please write us. Uh, I try to remember to uh, give you our address most of the time. Sometimes I just jump right in and don't tell you about it. But in the word podcast at gmail.com, in the word podcast at gmail.com. And you can also check out our, uh, our Sunday sermons online at james122.org. James122.org. And uh, they're on our site, and uh, the podcasts are there too. But you've obviously found those because you're listening now, hopefully. So I, I love this, you know, I love this idea, Re, um, in Ephesians um, regarding the idea of doxologies. Okay. I, I know you sing the doxology uh, at our church every Sunday. And it moves me every time I even yeah. utter those words. It's just like. Glory yeah. to God. Just, Glory to God. I yes. Know. What, what, yeah. Just for the record, what are the words to it? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Mm-hmm. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Yeah. Wow. It's just, you know, praise. He deserves right. our praise. He right. deserves our worship. And and that should be a part of our lives, not not something that we insert in, but that we live right. every single day. That's, you know, that's for me. I just desire to live a life of praise and worship and giving God the glory every day. And that's what it, that's what a doxology is. It's it's an expression of praise to God. It's it's part of a liturgical uh, method or devotion that we typically offer in song, but we can also offer it in in word. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jude one twenty four and twenty five says, "Now unto him." This is another great doxology in Scripture. Now unto him who is able mm-hmm. to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Mm-hmm. A- another beautiful doxology yeah. that's like the one that you sing that gives glory to God, that yes. talks about God's goodness, God's dominion, God's power, God's majesty. I, I think that's just, um, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think yes. it's a great a great way for us to to start our day or end our day. Yes, yes. And, you know, I'm reading through Revelation right now, and there are, you know, certain er, uh, scriptures that there are angels that do nothing but bow and worship. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just continually. So when I think about that, I'm like, are we missing something? Are we, you know, falling short? Because it seems to be so important in revelations, you know, with them praising him and bowing and worshiping. It's like over and over and over. And I'm thinking, wow, I hope we're not measured, you know, in our praise and worship here, the way they are doing it in heaven or will be doing it in heaven. Right. Um, it just seems to be very, very, very important. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Very important. You know, I, I love, um, I love first Timothy one seventeen, another great doxology to the King of ages. Mm immortal, invisible, the only God, yes. be honor and glory forever and ever. Yes. 
Amen. Yes. Amen. I, I just think that these, these praises, these expressions of exhortation or, or, ex, or, or extolling God, these mm-hmm. expressions mm-hmm. of, of praise and worship mm-hmm. and these press, these expressions of exalting God yes. Yes. are just so important because yes. I think what happens when we praise God, when we exalt God, when we lift him up, when we, when we extol his virtues and his character mm-hmm. and his providence mm-hmm. and his, his, uh, nature, it makes us stronger. Yes. It gives us, it increases it's, our confidence. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like if we learn to live like that and not lay it aside and pick it up, let, you know, we don't think about it maybe yes. because we don't read about it and, and, uh, and remind ourselves of how much the word says about that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Maybe if we did read more and learn more and, and see how prevalent it, worship and glory and praise is in the word, we'll live like that wherever we are. Right. Not that we have to be right. all, you know, a certain way, but if we're walking, praising God and glorifying right. him in our spirit, it'll right. be seen, uh, you know, of the people around us, wherever we go. I can only imagine if we yes. made that a lifestyle, what God would do, you know, in the, in the presence of other people and that they'll be drawn you know, to him and be saved, you know, doing our lives and in the lives of people that encounter us. Just, you know, being, uh, not being ashamed of God. I know that, you know, most Christians will say they're not ashamed of God, but, but living a a spiritual life, more spiritual than natural, more spiritual than of the flesh. You know, I just think that our atmosphere around here would be a lot different. And I think that's what God wanted Israel to do in the Old Testament. I think he wanted them to extol his virtues and exalt him and show how great he was to the other nations. Mm-hmm, I think God mm-hmm. wanted to use Israel mm-hmm. uh, as a as a witness, as a light to demonstrate the uh, beauty of the true and living God. Right. Though he may be, have been invisible, his acts and his deeds were very visible. Right. And I think that God wanted to use Israel and us today, mm-hmm. uh, believers today, to, to demonstrate and to witness Right. And to personify right. how great God is. And as bad as Israel would get, you know, believing, not believing, you know, serving the Lord, not serving. God still, the people, the other nations around them still knew that Israel's God was different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that he was, that they, that their God, you know, was another God. It wasn't the one that they were, were serving. So I, that's my thing, you know, for right. us, that the rest of the world would look at Christians and encounter Christians and realize that that's their God is another God a real, you know, maybe he's real. He's real. Whether, whether we're acting like knuckleheads or not and not living a life that it, that, you know, exemplifies. That's what we have to continually, you know, some of us remember that we're witnesses. Right. So our lives are to be a witness in front of people, not that we can act like them or act in any kind of way. We're letting down when we're not being a witness for Christ. And and people think that's just saying stuff. You may not have to say anything. I mean, what, I don't think people are impressed when we are, our words are, are, you know, spiritual, but then we'll cuss them out or, you know, we'll treat them nasty or talk, you know, bad to them. At other times, to me, right. that just kills your whole witness. So it totally does. Yeah, it totally does. And I and I, I, I think that Philippians has an, another great doxology that kind of expresses that, uh, just about that very thing that you were saying. Philippians four seven, Philippians four seven says, "And Ooh, the, I like that." Mm-hmm. And the peace of God, yeah, yes, 
which surpasses all understanding. That kind of reminds me of that verse in Ephesians, Ephesians three twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Now unto you know, now unto him who was able to do exceedingly abundantly. But this sort of has that same sort of flavor. Ephesians three twenty. Yeah, but okay. but but I'm just going to stick with Philippians four okay. seven now. Just saying, uh, Philippians four seven says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, and that just to me blows me away. His peace is beyond comprehension a peace that the world yeah. can't can't receive right, uh, right, right. Uh, only a peace that's just from god he says that peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Ooh, christ jesus yes that that's where the beautiful. battle is to yes, our hearts and minds yes it is yes so, it is yes, but when he gives us that. that peace you know I, I, uh, my peace i leave with you mm-hmm. my peace i give unto you not as the world give right. give it the lord but right. he gives us a peace that is it's past understanding. Beyond it's, understanding it's beyond understanding right. yeah right. yeah and that right. yeah I, I know we probably all are seeking after that kind of peace because there's probably not many people that would say that they're in, at peace exactly. in spite of what happens in exactly. their lives so it's a growing process that you know the more we know him the more we love him the more we wrap our our lives around him and serve him right i think the more peace we will we will have but i but i think one thread one common thread that I'm seeing in these doxologies and I, and I had one more, maybe I'll share it next time. Uh, but these, these doxologies seem to talk about, um, giving God the glory yeah. and and, how, yeah. and what it does for us. There's yes. a residual yes. effect when, when, when we exactly. do this for God, Yes. That does That's this for us. Yes. God yes. does this thing for us. Yes. Or he, he he guards our hearts. Yes. He guards our minds. This piece is surpassing our understanding. I yes. mean, it's just so amazing. We're giving glory and praise to God, but we're reaping the benefits yes. as well. Yeah, and I was reading Psalms 56, 9, and I love this one. And it says, this I know, that God is for me. Yes. So I'm thinking, okay, the more I know him, the more I'll come to believe that he is for me and know that he is for me and not let down on the fact that he is for me and remind myself that he is for me. And that gives me great confidence, great power, you know, great joy to know that this, I know you can say anything else, but this is one thing I do know that God is for me. God is for me. God Mm. is for me. And by the way, since that, since we brought up peace that this last one in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21 Hebrews 13, 20 says, now may the God of peace. There you go. Mm -hmm. There it is again. You know, Philippians 4, 7 was, and the peace of God. And this says, now may the God of peace. So he's, he he not only, he not only gives peace, he is peace. peace, You know, so when he gives us peace, he's given us himself. It's, we only can know true peace. Humans can only know true, genuine peace you know, definite, yes. undeniable peace through God. Yes. We, there's no other source. Money won't right. give it to you. Exactly. Riches and wealth and fame and popularity and power and all the kinds of things that earthly people clamor after, that won't give you this kind of peace. Right. It may right. give you a temporary passing peace, yeah. but it doesn't give you a surpassing peace. Yes. That yes. comes that comes only from yes, God. From God through yeah. our knowledge, understanding, and obedience to yes. His word. Yes. yes. Absolutely. You, Lord. Lord, we just thank, thank you, you for that peace. 
we thank you, Lord, that you will equip us with every good thing to do your will, that you will equip us so that we might be pleasing in your sight, that you will equip us, Lord, with this peace that passes understanding so that we might represent you and be ambassadors for you and let our light shine that the world might see you through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next time.